BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm 19 Keys and this is High Level Conversation. How did you get the X? Director X? I mean, it, start, it started... Dr. X. Okay. Right. Direct I mean, that. Well, you sound like a doctor today. Right. Um, back in the, the early 90s, mid-90s, hip-hop was a very different scene. Mm-hmm. You know? Even, in, even if you're a gangster rapper or, a, you know, rapping for the girls, yeah. everyone had their black conscious song. Yeah. And then there's groups, their whole thing was being black and conscious. So X-Clan, mm. uh, Public Enemy, yeah. Paris, this is, this is a big part of the thing. So this when everyone's about Malcolm X and you know what I'm saying? Um, so being uh, the light-skinned nigga that I was, I was the blackest <laughs> motherfucker in the room constantly. <laughs> hey, man. Shout out to light-skinned people. Stop the rebel, look at the guns! <laughs> y'all, y'all, gotta, y'all, y'all, y'all be light on the outside, but like, it's very dark light. on the inside. It's always, yeah, exactly. It's always, it's always, it's always the lightest guy. It's like, yeah. we gonna kill these crackers. That's <laughs> that internal melody, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so um, of course they started calling me Little X. Okay. Right? Um, so that was it. I liked it. So Little X. So you took on X. Malcolm Little and Malcolm I, X. I brought them both together. <laughs> but interestingly, I remember I liked the X name. It just sounded, it was cool. Right. I wanted the X name. And I remember walking to school thinking about like an X name. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a black youth conference and they're like, you're a Little X. Mm. Like the, they said it to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then I just would draw it on, when I would draw, I'd start writing Little X. Like I'd draw a character and put mm-hmm. a shirt. I used to, it was, you know, I was an artist. Um, oh, I used to draw a lot more, let's say that. Um, and then when I started directing, well, actually I was doing poetry. I did spoken word, okay. used little X. Yeah. Then I, then I started directing, used little X. And then when I hit my 30s, being little X didn't feel quite like mm. I'm a grown yeah, man. Yeah, I no, can no, run no. around with a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so then it became director X and it has the... Yeah. Has the right power to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sounds strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds like the guy that gives you your mission in the movie. Yeah, Director X. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sound like a a Marvel character. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So 
speaking of movies, right? Superfly. I remember my father was telling me about when Superfly came out, the original one, right, in the 70s and how it changed the game, right, because it exported, right, um, a certain type of, you know, um, pimpology and at the same time, black exploitation and political consciousness around the world, right? But it also made a certain type of black man more popular, right, mm -hmm. the flamboyant pimp, right? And so watching the new film was an interesting new take on, you know, this new era of, of where we at, right? Because that was a different type of masculinity, right? Coming from the 60s, it was very militant, structurized, right? And then going into the 70s, you started to see a change in style, fashion, right? Social interactions, the way we treated each other. And then that movie was shown to the culture and it sort of changed the, 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 the not changed, but it influenced, right? You know, the way black men uh, dressed, the way that they talked, right? And it made them want to be pimps as well, right? So in doing Superfly, did you take in any of that account as far as like the cultural history that's connected to it? Yeah, I looked at the original movie and I wanted to hit, because to me the mission was remaking Superfly, mm -hmm. right? So I, I thought of it like Hood Shakespeare, Yeah. right? So if you're doing Romeo and Juliet, it's got to be two people from different sides of town, two mm. sides that don't get along, yeah. um, uh, curse on both your houses when someone gets, you, you know, yeah. and then the tragic ending. Mm. So I took the key elements of Superfly, which to me, one, is, one was the hair, mm -hmm. the friend, like all, all those yeah. elements. So if you watch the original Superfly to mine, I brought back all the original characters, mm. the, all their story arcs are essentially the same. Even when I changed some things, like in the original Superfly, he gets attacked by two junkies. Mm. And that's what makes him say, I want to get out the game. If, and he wanted a million dollars. Now, if you're in the streets and you're going to leave the game, a million dollars ain't enough. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about making that kind of score, you're not interacting with junkies anymore. Mm -hmm. So we said, oh, okay, well, it was, he, he left. The, it was people in the game that made him want to leave. So that's why we made it rival drug dealers, mm. right? I didn't want to make something, I didn't want to make a movie that the hood would watch and be like, you know what? Yeah. We got to turn this shit up. We yeah. ain't, you know what I mean? Uh, so there's a, <laughs> listen, we ain't man. doing good enough. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. You remember when The Wire came out? Yeah. Yeah, people were like, you know what? We got to, yeah, that, that, That's an interesting point because most of the movies are made so aspirational that you want to be the characters in the movie. Yeah. You don't really get the lessons that the character got from the movie. No. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They just see the... the, the, I mean, there's there's something in... We are animals, mm-hmm. right? And there is a part of you that wants to exact revenge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have these, and you, you can turn that up with a movie. Now, you, know, you know how this goes. So I just didn't want to make, you know, I got an organization trying to stop gun violence. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to make a movie that kids would watch and say, that looks like my neighborhood. Mm. That looks like my life. I, this is giving me ideas, right? right? It was... It's John Wick for black folks. It's, right. it's uh, why can't we have an action movie unrelated to the real world? Man, you know what? I've, I've always thought about starring in one like that. Some <laughs> <laughs> ideas. But, you know, because I always thought about the fact that I, t- I get tired of watching movies about my reality, right? It's like, I, I don't need to watch the movie. I can walk outside. Like, I'm tired of seeing that because it's like a reinforcing social conditioning that this is your reality. Exactly. Instead, I want to see some sci-fi. I want to see some thrillers, right? I want to see things completely different than what I experienced because that taps into the imagination, right? That's, that's the fantasy industry, as my brother Red Pill calls it, right? Yeah. You can really promote change through movies. And as you talked about, you know, there's techniques that can evoke you know, to make this character more aspirational and traits of this character, right? Like in Superfly, he was a smooth dude, right? Considered to be masculine, right? But it was also the type of masculine that wasn't hyper-masculine. But if you tried him, you feel me, he can whoop you because he had hands. Mm -hmm. Then he had the multiple women. So he was the alpha male, the one that everybody wants to be, right? So in the original Superfly, when you see the pimp with the ladies, that's what I want to be. So that character of the pimp was sold as the new masculinity to the world. And I think people don't understand, and this is what I kind of want to get at, is like the consciousness that you have to filter the movies when you watch them, right? Like my parents always gave us that third eye of, you know, this is, like you can watch what you want, but like this is how you think about it. So that you're not internally being influenced, right? Subconsciously, because you don't realize it. And most people watch movies for entertainment, which is the greatest state of suggestion, right? A a movie has a central theme and an idea that it wants to convey, right? And so you may not realize it, but it's conveying an idea and communicating to you. And by the time you leave, you leave with that idea, right? And that now becomes a part of you, right? And that can now showcase in some of your social behaviors, the way you dress, the way you move. You want to be that character because you just watch this person for two hours straight, right? And watching things for that long, like we don't watch nobody for that long, right? We now have it. This is why influencers work so well because when you watch a person over and over and over, right? It becomes connected to your own self-identity because there's an image of them in you, right? Like this is who you see. So it's very, you have to be very careful of what you watch. Peace family, 19 Keys tapping in with you. This episode is brought to you by Goldwater. 
My high electrical thoughts are always stimulated with the gold, right? Because I'm always on the gold. Now we're born with 0.02% of gold within our body, for those who didn't know that. Now scientists believe that the reason we're actually born with this gold in our body, given that gold is a heavy metal, makes it a superconductor of electricity, and our bodies operate off electricity with 70-90% water, we actually need that gold. Now they believe that it's because of anti-inflammation and also to electrify the nerve ending between the cells within your body right now why would that even be important in the first place and how can I qualify that to have anything to do with this high-level thinking well it's my firm belief and it's also the understanding of science and biology itself that the body is an electrical system and it needs electricity when we're young we have all of this amazing energy right we can just run fields and fields and then over time our energy decreases getting lower and lower and lower as adults you understand I me? Mean, we can barely run down the stairs before our heart palpitating and it's about to explode like we Homer sitting on the couch in Simpsons. You understand I me? Mean, so what happens to our body over time? Well, we put the wrong things in it and we rest out our body and it's no longer as electrical. We still have the same amount of potential, but the electricity needed to power up our bodies at maximum potential is no longer there. So putting things like the gold in there is reviving your body, recharging you to that natural childlike energy that you once had before. Now, of course, you want to eat clean so you have maximum absorption rate of the gold and you can tap in. Make sure you do your own studies on the gold, consult with your doctors, and after you're done, come to the healers and tap in to the same thing the Egyptian gods used to utilize, and that's gold. I'm 19 Keys, and this is High Level Conversation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.